For any fellow fans of the fantasy genre out there, Vaska Hazarika's Kothanodi is a great entry point into this year's Indian Film Festival. For anyone who's not so keen on swords, dragons and castles, this adaptation of four classic Assamese folktales is not that kind of fantasy movie. Taken from a compendium entitled Buhi Ayur Sadhu, Grandma's Tales, compiled by Lakshminath Bezbaroa, the stories all have a maternal relationship at their centre, and a different, harsh truth to deliver about motherhood. The story of Malati and her husband Pune is perhaps the harshest of all. They are a childless couple, but only because Pune's mystical uncle has told his nephew to kill each of the three babies that Malati has given birth to. Pune promised his father on his deathbed that he would always follow his uncle's counsel, however difficult it might be. The film's opening shows Pune taking their third screaming infant into the dark forest and burying it alive. It's an unexpectedly horrifying introduction to the world of this film, but one that sets the tone right from the outset. The murder is depicted in a way that is dark and confounding, but not gruesome or gratuitous. It operates within the familiar frame of folktale logic, and in a very recognisable fantasy setting. While Pune and Malachi are naturally disheartened by what they've had to sacrifice, they are not as traumatised as they would be if this film was striving for realism. Nevertheless, the once again pregnant Malachi is determined to keep this next child, no matter what Pune's uncle says. However, her feeling changes when he eventually shows her a vision of what would have happened if she'd kept her other children. While the rest of the stories don't start off quite as gruesomely, one way or another they all end up in quite a violent place. The tale of Kateki, a woman who has given birth to a fruit, begins less shockingly but just as strangely. A friendly traveller named Devanath tells her that there is in fact a human son inside the fruit, one who loves his mum as much as any child does, but who doesn't feel safe enough to come out of his shell and into the world. As you can imagine, Kateki is simultaneously overjoyed at the discovery and overcome with maternal guilt. The image of her walking around with her elephant apple rolling behind her is so unashamedly bizarre and eventually so emotionally charged that it just works. No doubt much of this production's local audience would have grown up with these stories and have no impulse to question their believability. As for international audiences such as Australia, Surely they will respect a film that feels no need to explain itself too much. The stories are told with an effective mix of fantasy and magical realism. When Devanath guides Kateki through a ritual that will draw out her son, she certainly reacts as though she is watching something otherworldly. It is definitely the film's most fantastical scene. And yet we still feel that we are in the same real world where more mundane happenings are taking place. Kateki's neighbours react to her fruit child with surprise, but not disbelief. They think she is a witch, and a dangerous one. If it's her they're afraid of, they should really meet the other two mothers we see here. While Malati and Kateki are the two understatedly sympathetic characters, the domineering Donshwari and evil stepmother Sanehi are our gloriously fearsome villains. Donshwari, we hear has been tricked by a cunning python into selling her daughter's hand in marriage. He managed to conceal his species from Don Shwari until just after the deal was made. 
but she is not at all aggrieved. Apparently, the morning after the marriage was consummated, she woke up dressed in finery and covered with money. So Don Shuari is convinced that this will be a very prosperous union. The snakes con happens off-screen as Hazarika, who wrote and directed the film, very wisely doesn't go so far as showing us a talking snake. The fact that we only ever see him doing things that a real python would do makes Don Shuari appear all the more deluded and self-centered. That said, the avaricious matriarch has nothing on our evil stepmother, Senehi, who also happens to be Devonath's second wife. She is bitterly envious of the special connection between her new husband and his sweet young daughter. She feels incapable of competing with such a strong familiar bond, and decides she wants her stepdaughter gone. The final straw is when the girl borrows, without permission, the dress that used to be owned by Sunehi's deceased mother. While Devanath is off travelling and helping Kateki connect with her withdrawn child, he has unknowingly left his own child at the mercy of a woman who is resolved to kill her. The film's title roughly translates to Dark Waters in English. On its surface, Kothanodi simply looks like a dark but entertaining mix of traditional fables. While it does conjure a sense of curiosity about what fates these characters will eventually meet, they are all quite clearly illustrations of different vices and virtues. However, Hazarika manages to infuse most of these cautionary tales with a contemporary relevance. The story of a woman who must decide whether or not to keep her child the story of a woman who must decide whether or not to keep her child, and who is sick of having men make that decision for her, is anything but otherworldly. There are also many children who are born living in their own little world that they never want to leave, something their mothers sadly can't help but take personally. Unfortunately, there are also still many matchmaking mothers around the world who will turn a blind eye to an abusive son-in-law, Unfortunately, there are also still many matchmaking mothers around the world who will turn a blind eye to an abusive son-in-law if he is rich enough. The odd one out here is the wicked stepmother, who just doesn't have the same social resonance as the other three. As memorable as she is, and even though the real world does actually have a few resentful step-parents, hers is a story that feels overrepresented, especially in folk tales. Nevertheless, she is a delightful addition to what is still a deep and varied exploration of what it means to be a mother, and how hard it is to be a good one.